morning, everybody. My name is Ian Russo, and you are listening to episode 8 of my podcast, Stillwater, Los Angeles. Please rate and subscribe. Ah, the LA Dodgers are in the World Series. Cool beans. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I... Got a few things I'd like to plug. November 7th, I'm going to be at the Van Nuys Comedy Club at the Springbok Bar and Grill in Van Nuys. That's at 9 p.m., and I strongly recommend going. The food is off the charts. I, yeah, Springbok Bar and Grill, that's where the goods are at. And, yeah, what else? Might as well dive right into it. My friend Ryan, he's a comedian originally from San Diego, California. He... Yeah, he's had a rough year. He battled lymphoma. It's, uh, yeah, he, um, yeah, when we did this recording, he was a few days out from his last treatment. Yeah, he finished his last treatment. I should correct myself there. Yeah, he finished, finished chemotherapy. Yeah, it's some heavy stuff, but he's, yeah, he's a positive guy. He's in great spirits. He's looking better than ever and yes yeah, my pop this is my discussion with ryan telmo on episode eight of stillwater los angeles all systems go okay yeah, yeah i was just making sure i was like going to like i was like i want to hold on to that until we yeah, uh, it's going to be. I'm going to pull up my laptop just to, just double check. It's it's I think three days from Los Angeles to New York by train. By that's, train. Yeah, that's no four. That, days. that must be beautiful. Like like uh, I'm guessing like through the Southwest, uh, maybe. It goes from Los Angeles to Arizona, New Mexico, up to uh, Colorado. Yes. And then does Colorado border? What is Colorado border? No, Nebraska. Nebraska. It's one of them. What, I don't remember what's south of Nebraska. I think it's Oklahoma. Some no, Oklahoma's below. I forget in the map, yeah, but but I just know here's the major cities. I, I stop. Yeah. It's Flagstaff, uh, Albuquerque, and Chicago. That's okay. the, that's the first yeah um, lane. Then yeah, no, there is an Amtrak train that goes from Chicago to Penn Station. To, to Penn Station, yeah. and then Chicago. There's a layover, I think, for like six to eight hours, and I'm I'm debating to stay the day kind of thing or stay the night, and then Chica- leave. Chica- have you been to Chicago yet? I've been when I was a kid. Okay, it's arguably the best city in America. Most violent or best. <laughs> <laughs> No, like the food, the... Um, oh, wait, no, the food yeah. I remember as a kid. Yeah, it was food amazing. Is gr- food is great. Pe- people are generally awesome. Very easy to root for sports teams. Yeah. Very easy to get around. Like, you don't need a car. I, I, I'm debating about yeah. staying there for the day and then take the train from, from Chicago to uh, to New York. And yeah. then I'm going to take the train back. You can take the train back. Well, yeah. the, the, this... this uh, what I've been through the last six months, I, my anxiety's all bad. Okay, so, so I, I can't, and, I can't yeah. do that. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be on a plane. I'm gonna go crazy. So um, yeah. I'd rather just be on a train. So just in case if my my mental state doesn't go well, I can just jump off at the next stop and then just kind of yeah. like you know <laughs> chill out. And, and yeah. if I need to go back to LA, then I just hop back on the next train and go yeah, back yeah. to LA and just kind of be in my own pace because I'm not gonna go back to work until probably into the new year. 
Okay, so, right on. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, um... No, yeah, a couple things in Chicago, like, is, uh... Well, let's yeah. do a show out in Chicago, or uh-huh. just a mic, or whatever, but oh, we'll yeah. see. A million mics, yeah. There's a million of them going on out yeah. there, yeah. I strongly recommend when I moved out here, I uh, did the Wednesday mic at Coles, which is on Milwaukee, and I don't remember the cross streets, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be, like, the hottest mic in, uh... Oh, really? In Chicago. Okay. It was... I just know all yeah. the Chicago comics have, have, that I know of uh, live here now. And yeah. And not many of them have moved back. to, Or if they did move back, they moved out of Chicago again and moved to a different city. So Yeah. No, yeah, yeah Chicago, there's just so much stage time. and Everyone's uh, moves to L.A., I realize. Every, everyone. It, it, for, for comedy, L.A. or New York, depending on what your, like, sub-aspirations are with comedy. Yeah. Like, I, like if you decide to act, like, I think L.A. is, like, tends to be where people go. And if people Pilot season, arrive, yeah. It, it, is that how it works? I mean, you, 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 yeah. you travel, but because you're from New York. Yeah, like, right? I, I, like, I got the best of both worlds in terms of the major industry centers. And, okay. uh... More or less, you could be doing the same things in New York, but I think New York is for more for live theater. For more like yeah. live theater and, and less of uh, yeah. a lot of sketch there, and stuff like that out there. Yeah, right? there's there's a lot of sketch. There's a lot of there's a handful of shows that shoot there. Okay, a lot of shows that shoot there. Really, like there was a God. I know a guy who was like this close to booking The Sopranos. Oh, really? Yeah, like back in two thousand two, maybe. Okay, and. Uh, yeah, they're, they're still like shoot, they're still shooting stuff all the time. Yeah, there. yeah, that's why. Well, that's how I always see. I, I, but I always see comics just going back and forth. I, I've, I've been very stationary in yeah. Los Angeles, but, but I've always wanted. To, I mean, I've been to New York um, about three or four times in my lifetime. Okay. but like none of it comedy related. Yeah, the last time I was there was for a, was a, because of breakup, and I wanted to leave yeah. San Diego for a week and and, and just yeah. explore. And that's that was like ten York. years ago. Yeah. So, this is a little different. Yeah, there's a lot of stage time to be had in, okay. terms, of, in terms of open mics. I, I strongly recommend going to the Creek in the Cave. Yeah, uh, I heard about that one. Yeah, Creek in the Cave, uh, Grizzly Pear. Yes. Okay. Gr- Grizzly Pear, it's like, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a silly spot in the sense that you'll be there at like, like four, like four or five in the afternoon and you get up in front of like, maybe like. Ten tourists, give or take. Oh, okay. Is, is, is Grizzly Pear like like on the uh, on, on the Times Square area? No, it, um, Grizzly Pear is on McDougal Street, just just down the block from the Comedy Cellar. Oh, okay. Like, like, like the intro from Louis when he goes to eat the pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he walks down in the cellar. Into the cellar, yeah, if yeah. If he walked another two hundred feet due south from okay. the Comedy Cellar. Yeah, you would hit the Grizzly Pear. The Grizzly Pear right there, okay. Right next to that is Greenwich Village Comedy Club, which I have another afternoon mic there. Oh, wow, there's a lot going on out there. Yeah. I, I, I got a place to stay, and then um, I think my buddy, he runs a show at Grizzly Pear. Gotcha. So he, he was going to get me on one of his shows yeah. when I come into town, and then I'm going to crash on his couch for a few days. And it's just not going to be purely comedy. I, I kind of just want to, like... Escape, yeah. Just... just just explore, eat, drink, you know. Yeah, it's a, um, Just enjoy myself kind of thing. Gotcha. And then head back to L.A., back into reality. Yeah. So, that's, that's sure the plan. Make sure you get Garden out in Bensonhurst. Where's that? That's a, a Bensonhurst that's like just, uh... Brought by Coney Island. It's a, it's a trip. Oh, but. okay. No, no, no. You, you take the uh, L train, right? Yeah, the D train. Oh, yeah. the D train. Yeah. All right. Last time I was there was like 10 years ago. Yeah. But... 
I was there for like five days and I, I explored the entire city. So there's parts of the city that I remember a little yeah. bit. And I wanted to go to Coney Island. I remember I took the train all the way to Coney Island. Yeah. And I was I went out there in February, but I wanted to go and uh, um, get a Nathan's hot dog. I had Nathan's hot dogs here, but I wanted to get it on the, the, Coney. Yeah. The only thing special about Nathan's in Nathan's out in Coney Island is that they have like random like fried clams. That's what I saw. Yeah, like weird stuff that you wouldn't find at any other Nathan's. Other Nathan's hot dogs are not. They're not great, yeah, yeah. but it's just no. that it's just that <laughs> it's like going to Dodger Stadium and getting a Dodger dog. Like, you I, just I, have I have to. not had a. I have not had a Dodger they're, dog. They're yet. horrible. <laughs> they're, are they really? They're Farmer John hot dogs. That's okay. all they are. Like, so Pink's hot dogs, like it gets the job done. If I'm there, I refuse to wait in line at Pink's. I yes. have to be there at first thing in the morning. Is it? I've never. No, actually, I have Pink's hot dogs, but that was at Universal, and I don't think that was the same experience. If I get Pink's hot dogs okay. on on Melrose, so. Gotcha. But were, were you working at Universal? No, I, I was at a uh, Conan taping. Conan, and okay. uh, we were we went on break. Yeah. And then we uh, were like, okay, you guys can get lunch and come back for the taping, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. And then I was with my friend, like, where do we go to eat? Yeah. And so it's like, it's kind of weird how we picked. I've done a few Conan tapings yeah. with some friends. And every time we always went to Universal. Yeah. I don't know why. Because there's other food options. Yeah. Closer to the Warner Brothers lot. But we went to Universal. Right. Food options in the Warner Brothers lot. I'm thinking of that in respect. Uh, do you have access to CityWalk when you're at Universal? Uh, when you drive up there, you have to pay for the parking. That's yeah. the pain in the ass. Yeah, that so. was... I remember I spent like an inordinate amount of money parking there just so I could go to Voodoo Donuts. Just yeah, it's just... Everybody was raving about these Or you could have done, sadly, if, and there's a lot of work... Uh, well, it doesn't work now because you can't park at the metro station because that's what you used to do. Okay. Because I used to do the John Love shows. Yeah. On, on, on City Walk, and I would yeah. park at the metro station and then walk up the hill, okay. which is awful. But but now they you got to have a permit to park there at the metro station. Okay. That, so you can't park there. So you got to park by Universal Bar and Grill probably, yeah. and then walk. And it's just a, that's an excursion you, just for a donut. Yeah, Universal <laughs> Bar and Grill. Most of that is uh, preferred parking. Uh, not on Lancashire. Not on Lancashire. It's uh meter parking till a certain time. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I already had Voodoo Donuts. It was it was okay. It was okay. I've yeah. had. Isn't there another location that opened up, or is it that that's just the one right now? I I don't know. Okay. I haven't. I, uh, I, the, the place that I go now to now is Donut Hut on. I heard of that one. Yeah, it's, I, th- I think Keystone and Magnolia. Donut Hut. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, apparently, it's big claim to fame is that it's open twenty four hours a day because they're constantly making fresh donuts for all the studios. And it's like a little small shack yes. donut. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I used to drive by that all the time. Yeah. yeah when my, I had my car. Mike McKernan turned me onto that spot. <laughs> it was a good uh, after flappers spot yep, that, to go exactly. to. Yeah. That's. Yeah. And it's just down the street from uh, the uh, VFW. So. Yes, it is. Which is a very, you got, I mean, Jonathan took me there one yeah. time, and it, I got turned on. I, I actually like that room a lot. It, it, weirdly it's enough, a room. It, it, it could go both ways. Yes, yes, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, and it's just it a, it's unpredictable. A, it's a weird room, and I, and I kind of I like it, and there's this bunch of comics there I, I've never met yeah. or seen, and it kind of like, it, it was very refreshing, especially in the last you know, a few months to go there and it's kind of like, oh, it's like a whole yeah. other scene of comics I've never met before. Yeah, the Valley is a 
Very, it's a big place in terms of comedy. In it's ter- bigger than you, th- you thought yeah. it was. And as the zoo has been so central of the entire valley. Yeah. It is like smack in the middle of the valley. Yeah. And it's so surprising of who it kind of gathers. And it doesn't really pick up the Flappers comics ever. It will get more store comics, I think. Yeah, I think most people don't understand like the beauty of Liquid Zoo. It is an unpredictable, at times, unforgiving room. Yes, where That's the beauty other, of it. Where other times there could be like a real audience there, and it's like there was a real audience last night. We had we had an audience. It was it was wow. it was actually really kind of uh, it was fun. It, it just it, it I started right on time, and yeah. then the comics just kept coming in, signing up. Yeah. People kept coming in for drinks, and they were not like. You know how some yeah. some rooms where you know it happens at the zoo, it happens at Petey's place, it's happened at at Flappers yeah. for God's sakes, uh, where people just talk really loud at the bar. Yeah, and uh, they were not really doing that. They're just being that, really like they they were having they, they came there for a drink and they're having their conversation, yeah. but they're being quiet. Like you uh, know they're they're kind of comedy festival. What's up? During Burbank Comedy Festival, I was going to all the mics and people were talking at the bar and well, a lot of them comics and it's like, dude, what are you? doing this is where was uh work. where was the bur- i mean it was it was flappers the uh, flappers um, barney's beanery flappers barney's beanery they had shows at the um hollywood hilton is it not hollywood hilton the burbank hilton. burbank hilton down the street okay. yeah and they had shows at uh la comedy connection oh really la connection which yeah which to this day i've never set foot in i know uh, drew landry he now hosts the show there yeah he does yeah uh, I remember, meant to go uh, the other day. I'm surprised they never did it at, at Fantasia. Fantasia Billiards. Fantasia Billiards. It's right there. up the street from uh, Flappers. Okay. It's, it's in the downtown area right there. Yeah. I did a show there a long, long... I actually, when my car got towed, when I remember, my car got... When, my, when I lost my car, it was the same week I was doing uh, that Fantasia show. Okay. And I was thinking, like, how do I get to Burbank because yeah. all I knew was how to drive around Los Angeles I never really took the metro Yeah, and then I really yeah I, I got to learn how to how to get around that night and that was my first time actually finding a way to get from Tarzana to Burbank God yeah which is still metro. like uh, I, I, it's, a, I, it's a long bus <laughs> yeah it's doable theoretically like it's uh, victory it's, a, it's yeah. a one shot you go up on uh, victory on Reseda and there's a there's a bus right there I forget the number but it will drop you off right in front of Flappers. Oh wow! Okay, and then, yeah, it's like plus. one of the last stops too. It's not in front of Flappers. If you there, know there, what I'm talking is, about, there is a victory runs right by me, so it's uh... yeah. But like you know, when you go outside and you see, I don't know if they still do that Flappers, but they go across the street to have a cigarette. Yep, still do it. Okay, so yeah. across the street, they, they don't really enforce it, but I've seen people do that. Yeah. So if you go across the street, there's a bus stop right there. Yes. And then that's the bus stop that yeah, okay, came all the way from, not even Tarzana, it came from, like, it starts at West Hills. Okay, and way then, out there, And it yeah. goes, and it ends in uh, Burbank. Yeah. Like, in front of Flappers. It's crazy. And then, the, I think they changed it, but the last bus heading back this way was, like, at 9 p.m. Okay. So you're screwed if you yeah. do, like, the Flapper show. And that's why I think it's changed now. I think it's, like, now a 24-hour moving bus, so... Yeah, it's one of those things they gotta do because like the freeways could barely. Oh yeah, yeah. I missed the bus. Yeah, Can't wait to got, get back. They, got, they gotta encourage mass tra- uh, mass transit usage in the city because it's. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. It's uh, do do you take it a lot? I, you don't take it. At I, all, I, do I did uh, when I first moved here. I did because I had friends living in K Town, and I did not want to look for parking down there. Yeah. Like, I had my, uh, my friends that lived on Kenmore Street, just around the corner from the 
Beverly Vermont stop on the red line. The Beverly Vermont stop. That's right by the yeah, Karma Lounge. Yes. Which you cannot get parking. If you want to go do a mic at Karma, you're not going to find parking. Yeah. I, mean, I always made sure if I was going to go to Karma, I would show up super early. To like you had to. You'd yeah. s- sign up or whatever. And then I would do is, um, well, we I always did the, the, the podcast with Burger, and we were at uh, Marty's. And uh, such a terrible place to do it. And uh, that's a room. I'll, I'll, if you want me to talk about Marty's, I do. That's like my, I hate that room more than anything. I'll talk shit about that room. I don't care. I, I, I can't say, you told me a lot about fourth wall. Yeah. I have nothing I can say about fourth wall because I've never been to fourth wall. So I, I can't. Yeah. And I, and I hear everyone loves fourth wall. That, so. That's another sub scene in the valley. Yeah. And so that's, that's great. Yeah. And they have a, what, a truck now? Yeah, they have a, tr- they have a truck, a tent, and. I was trying to write a joke about that today, yeah. about like, you know, you, you, if you're in LA, you've done everything. Like, you've yeah. done a mic in anything. A truck. A, truck, a <laughs> tent. Uh, a taco shop. There was a ta- There was a mic in... Um, the Hollywood Boulevard one. Yes. And yeah. now it's like a fish and chips place. I, okay, I did. I haven't gone to it in years. I, uh... Kenny Lyon used to run it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The first I, I remember I like my last experience going to that mic. Uh, Kenny Lyon goes out to the mic into the street with the microphone and just starts screaming at tourists, and I'm like, "All right." That was uh, yep. Yeah, that was Kenny Lyon. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that 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 that. There was the Hooters show. How I don't know about the that has the Cabo uh, Cantina I, doing well still. Yeah, or? it's it's doing hot. I haven't gone to it. Okay, seeing pictures. Uh, Comedy child. Yeah, I, I swear. I swear to God, Michael D'Angelo. He did so much work, like building that room. He, I, I met D'Angelo in Vegas, and then yeah. he was not in LA yet. Okay. And then when he moved to LA, he was like, living out of his car. Yeah, and he, he, like, he's he's an example of a guy who's just been hustling. hard. He's hustling and hard, and his, his comedy is his life. Yeah, like he's he's slowly he's he's building the results. Like Bill Burr dropped in on a show. Like, yeah, that, he that does not. He he walked in the. Cause I remember when uh, the Hooters show was was garbage and like nobody would come out there, yeah. Mike. And then the, he when he came in, like, he helped them build that stage. Yeah. And the logo, and they printed out jackets and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yes, I, I did buy a hoodie. They, they yeah, they have an institution. So yeah, it's, like it's, they built an institution out of that. And yeah, so, he, he's definitely one of those those people. Once his voice fully comes together, he's going to do okay in this business. Yes, he. I haven't seen him in a long time. Last time I saw him, he gave uh, he was giving out mushrooms to people at the zoo. So <laughs> that's the last time. That was like over two years ago, I think, or a year yeah. ago, two years ago, some shit. Like yeah. That. Oh no. Yeah. He's at the. He's at the. Uh, I see him at the improv all the time. That's where he's going. Yeah. Yeah. Good old improv. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> about the improv. I got myself in trouble last time. Okay, huh? gotcha. There's yeah. nothing really that. Uh... No, it's not someone that runs the show there. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, but uh, um, what was I tell you? Oh yeah, Marty's is is just an institution. I just you've done Marty's yes. before, right? That's the saddest probably place to do comedy, it's, in my opinion. It's up there. I, I think the Lexington is probably the saddest place to do comedy. Lexington's still going on. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, that's a creepy room. It's a creepy room. Not a lot of. Uh... It doesn't get a lot of foot traffic, and I don't. I don't think the area is like it's in a very remote area. It's like, what else could they do there? It's it's across the street from the. Is the independent theater still yes, running? It's still there. Yeah. It's still there because that thing was supposed to be torn down a while ago. So wow. I guess, okay. I, I guess it never happened. So, um, so the independent theater. So and it's right by Skid Row. So Skid yeah. Row is like around the corner, right? Yes. And so you got all the homeless, like kind of. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. 
No, but yeah, the Lexington, like, every, like, God, my last experience, I stopped going to Lexington because the host, I, yeah, I vaguely remember the guy's name, I don't want to talk shit about him just because he just seems like a young comic who's trying to figure it out like everybody else. Yeah. But he was very, um, he seemed depressed. That's the best way I could describe his style of hosting, like... Almost like he knew, like, like it wasn't going to get better. <laughs> well, yeah, that's sad. Um, it's, it's easy to feel that in L.A. It's a very... For most rooms, I felt like, too, now. I've, I feel like I've changed in the last six months of how I feel about about things. So yeah. I'm not as less as uh, uh, self-depriving as I was before, I think, with my comedy. So I've been kind of a little more happy-go-lucky, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing. And I've always seen, I've seen I've always seen you as positive. I'm sure like the whole experience like uh, gave you like a huge lease on life too. Oh, it has it gave me a huge lease yeah. on life. So it's, it's it made me kind of feel different about comedy in general. And then and I hear comics kind of bitch and moan about certain things. And like, yeah. you, you have it pretty good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're struggling. Yeah, you don't have that Conan, yeah. you know, special. There, there, there are days when there are days when I get frustrated, but yeah, I can totally. You got it good. You got, your, you got your health. You're not going to yeah. the hospital every day. You know, yeah, exactly. having your blood taken, making sure that you're not sick. So it's yeah, just like I'm not starving. Yeah, you're not starving. You're not. You're not dying. You're, you're just you're just happy. living out of your car. Not, well, there's a yeah. few of them living out of their cars still, yeah. but uh, but you're not like you know. Yeah. You still got your health. You know, yeah. and you know. I always look at some people like, you know, I don't. I don't got the HBO special. I'm like, dude, this is not. Like life is is a freaking long, long, long marathon. Like yeah, just, it is a just quest. It is go on your own pace. Just a constant growing experience. Yeah, exactly. So like that's what I've kind of learned, and it's just like that's why I'm just like Ugh. like I'm I'm just happy in general. Like like uh, I don't know when you're 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 gonna broadcast this, but like tonight's yeah. tonight's show, I'm actually like I looked at it. Cause you're on it, yeah. and, and it's actually a pretty exciting. It's a it's a big lineup, but it's a yeah. it's a pretty exciting lineup. So, and I'm just grateful enough to have yeah, you guys Chris all there. I saw was on it. He's always on it. Because yeah. <laughs> he always comes. Because he's always at the fourth wall, yeah. or he, he's at, like the diplomat of the liquid zoo and fourth wall sub scenes. That's what he is, and, yeah. then, and at Petey's place now, and at Universal Bar and Grill. Yeah, because he pops into those places, and then he's just a very patient guy, and you yeah. just put him up when he at the end, and he's totally cool with that. Yeah, because he barely, he works every day. But I don't know how he does it. There's only yeah. one time we've seen Chris where he came into uh, I think it was Petey's place, and he wasn't feeling well, and he got a beer, and he took like two sips, and he's like, "I gotta go home," <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> this makes so no sense. Friends. This is so upbringing. This is not you." Yeah. yeah so. And then uh, besides that, with uh, um, yeah, with in general the tonight's lineup, I'm just, just I'm just grateful enough to, to yeah. have everyone come out. So, and that bar is becoming um, a little um, epicenter for comedy now for Mondays. Okay. And then uh, yeah, got... Tuesdays we might be doing Tuesdays more weekly, uh-huh. and then um, and then Thursdays as well. That's like yeah. three nights of comedy there. There's yeah. not well, there's not many bars that yeah. would do that much comedy. Yeah, in this part of the valley, like or in LA in general, yeah. they'll give you one night, you know. Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of an example, like almost nightly. I think Sycamore Tavern. Sycamore Tavern's like the only one, huh? Yeah, like, that would give out so much. Uh... Sycamore Tavern, the Virgil's heading in that direction, but oh, the, yeah, the, the only. 
I uh, the people who produce shows at the at the Virgil like get the get shit done. They're the ones that they get they get in the foot traffic to make it worth their while. They do their homework. They yeah. got they got good. You get like good, uh, you know, three or four good comics, like really really popular comics, or you, just in general, you get Pat and Oswalt in your show. Oh, then did Conan O'Brien did a pop in the other day at the Virgil. Yeah, really? Yeah, he's never in that side of town. <laughs> I'm not surprised about flappers. He was there, but saw the Instagram photo. I was like, "What? Like, can you imagine being in that tiny?" Well, he's doing stand up now. You know that, right? Yeah, he's he... doing. He was never a stand up comic, but he he was a sketch writer. That's yes, what he was. I, know, uh, I, was but... I was told uh, by my teacher the other day that uh, yeah, Conan O'Brien he failed writer's lab at Groundlings. Yeah, so was, he yeah he did he did sketch writing and he did. Uh, yeah, he wrote for SNL, The Simpsons, and then uh, yeah. he had his own. I, I, I didn't know he wrote for SNL. Doesn't surprise me. Simpsons, I knew. Yeah, like, but he didn't. Write, he, he didn't write a lot of episodes. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I can't even finish my sentences. I get all excited for. It. Yeah. There's this thing. I mean, when I was sick, I watched a lot of YouTube videos, and there's a really you would like this. This is a YouTube video of Conan interviewing uh, the original writers of The Simpsons when he was on the on on the uh, the writers. Uh, oh, the team, staff writers, the yeah. staff writers, and uh, they're chatting about old memories of working on the show back in the nineties. Love and to watch that. It was very interesting. So when Conan yeah. came in, he was like the rebel kid because everyone else is like they 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 were um, like sitcom writers pretty yeah. much, and their whole goal was to write the show like it was a real sitcom, yeah, and not a cartoon. And when the monorail episode, Conan was putting that together and he pitched it. The entire staff was like, "That's not going to work." And I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Because Leonard Nimoy cannot be beamed up. That's not real. That can't happen." And yeah. and then they, when the uh, script went to to Matt Groening, and he loved it, and they accepted it, that changed the entire show. Yeah. Now, yeah, that became one of the more timeless yeah. episodes of. But it's not no longer that sitcom feel anymore of of, of real life. It's, yeah. It's it's, it's it's cartoonish, again. So. He changed it, but it's an interview with him, and it was very, very interesting interview. Like it's just, just him talking with the writers, and he's not a stand-up comic, and he's, he's funny. He's overall like he's, a really funny guy. I, I watch. Uh, I can't believe this is the, the point of reference, but he had, he did a commencement speech for Dartmouth a couple years ago. Oh yeah, okay. And like, like, like something that I I do when like this city is really kicking the shit out of me is I'll uh, I'll listen to like commencement speeches of people I respect. Uh, yeah. In my car, like Charlie Day, Stephen Colbert, David Boreanaz. He has a hot commencement speech. Charlie Day did one. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, it went viral like a couple years ago. It was really? uh, and it was like a commencement speech that he like really like hit out of the, like knocked it out of the park. Wow. I yeah. see a Michael Keaton one, which is really interesting. Yeah, because Keaton, you know, Keaton was a struggling comic. I didn't, I didn't know that. He, he was a stand-up comic, and he yeah. struggled. He he wasn't getting yeah. any bookings anywhere, and he couldn't get. And he did, was at the comedy store all the time. Yeah, and, that's, and sounds he, about right. Yeah, he wasn't getting booked anywhere, and he kept going to the open mics, and then but he was doing auditions too for yeah. for you know TVs and movies. And that's yeah, I know how, Brian Cranston. He did stand-up for eight months for no other reason than the fact it made him afraid. Oh really? Yeah, he know uh, Cranston knew uh, Jennifer Valley. Did did he? Yeah, they they did comedy together apparently. No, no, okay, wow. Because <laughs> Valley's been doing comedy for a while. Yeah. So and uh, yeah, so apparently they they met when Cranston. 
I mean, I knew Cranston yeah. did comedy. I just yeah. didn't know he did for eight it, months. It was, it was very brief, and it wasn't. He wasn't trying to make a career out of stand up. And uh, once he fell in love with acting, he apparently studied the ever living shit out of Meisner until he lived and breathed it. Well, was it the? Um, uh, oh, this is my chemo brain always kicking. I had something to say, and then I forgot it. It was something about. Um, I forget. Brian Cranston. No, it's not Meisner. No. No. I forget. It'll come back later. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's my life. This is why I have to always write down notes gotcha. when I talk now. Um, th- it, this will all go, will yeah. go and be fine. It was, it was something about yeah. acting. or Oh, yeah. I remember this. At the other door. This is a long time ago. Like five, six years ago. Okay. I remember at the other door. Mouthy Pants days. It was Mouthy Pants days. Yeah. Like the heart of it. And there's this com- he wasn't a comic. He was an actor. And he got on stage, ate a dick. You yeah. Know, but no one cared. Yeah. No, no one invested in, in, into him struggling. No one. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, he went out in the back when the, everyone smokes. And this yeah. is before they added all those accessories and stuff like okay. that. And uh, um, he uh, was like crying in the corner. And then we're like, I, me and someone else like came up to him like, hey man, are you okay? He's like, I don't know, man. I don't know why I'm doing this. And I'm yeah. like, why are you doing this? He was yeah. like, I'm an actor. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, my, my, my coach told me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. And we just like, oh, there's like more of you out here. Like, you're like scrolls. <laughs> I was reading, uh, I was reading um, Jenna Fisher's book. I'm, I'm almost done with it. Uh-huh. And, yeah, Jenna Fisher, she did comedy one time because like, because uh, she like thought like, oh, a lot of comedians are being handed sitcoms, and she like knew right away a comedy isn't for me. Yeah, there's and there's a few that like they I think they have to yeah learn. It was funny when I came down to San Diego um, to visit uh, over the weekend. I, I went to go see some some old friends, old friends more than anyone. I've seen my family a lot in the yeah. last six months, but my friends I have not seen down there. And uh, there was a few of them that I haven't seen like in seven, eight years yeah. since I, when I started comedy. Oh, wow. And they would come. Yeah. They would drive out to see me do an open mic. And uh, they're just kind of like, and they don't really keep track of me through yeah. Facebook or Instagram. Like, oh, how's that comedy thing going? Like, you're, get, you're getting better? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. That's like, oh, I remember when you first did it and you were just struggling. You wanted to <laughs> you cry. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I, yeah. And it's um, like, it's, yeah, it takes time. Yeah, I'm scared shitless because, like, yeah, me, me and my parents, my me and my family, like, we're closer than, like, we're we're pretty close now. Mm-hmm. Like, um, way back when, uh, like, when I first started comedy, they went to see me do a bringer at Stand Up New York. Okay, where I bombed in front of like, that was the second worst bombing that I've ever taken. Yeah, like legitimate afterwards, it was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And, uh... I've been there. I'm actually not going to say... Uh, that, was, that was my worst bombing, because my reference point to my worst bombing was the time I ate a dick on Kill Tony. And, Isn't like, Kill I mean, Tony's job is to yeah. eat a dick? Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't that what you... I mean, not, not what you want, but isn't that, that what that, they that, want? Yeah, I think that's... They benefit off of it to a degree, but, like, it was definitely, like, a learning experience. Like, I had to reapproach the way I wrote jokes, the way I deliver them, my performance, the way... Yeah. No, I'd say, yeah. like, the last time you were at the, the zoo, you did come in, like, later in the evening, right? Yeah. You came towards the, like, towards the end of the night. Yeah. 
and you I'll be honest, you did turn around the crowd. And, Thank you. And your your stage presence is is has changed since I first met you. Yeah. So you, you you have this more um uh more confidence in you. Which yeah, I pretty appreciate you noticing that. I, I that's very uh Well trust me, I'm very sober. I'm noticing a lot of yeah. things that I, I wasn't seeing way before. So maybe so I was confident before, maybe? No, no. I, I was playing, like last maybe night I, I haven't progressed. I watched every comic perform last night. I, I sat there and watched every God, single wow. comic, and then I, I had an attention span. I, I, yeah. I so because um, before I would just drink and then go outside. Yeah, and, and I, I noticed some this one little thing that I noticed has uh, has made me be, like made my just my brain function a little bit better. Was quitting smoking. Yeah, how many days are you right now? Um, about uh, one hundred twenty. One hundred twenty, good. Yeah. Do you have any withdrawals, or did you... Not really. Like, there's a couple days where if I feel stressed out, I'll just be like, fuck. But, like... No crazy withdrawals. That's good. It's not like... Yeah, I'm aware enough to know that quitting... Like, having a cigarette is not going to solve any of my problems. Yeah. It'll make them exponentially worse in terms of my health, in terms of... yeah. Brain function, like, just the idea... Like I'm able to sit through an entire class and not want want to smoke a cigarette. That's awesome. Like, and to have that, and to have that, yeah, it's, it'll, it's distracting. Yeah. Well, it's like me with uh, with drinking right now. I mean, like, I I I I'm not rubbing it in anyone's face is what yeah. I'm going through because it's like it's kind of like a double edged yeah. sword. So yeah. for me to fight cancer, and it's a good idea not to drink. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, I had those withdrawals in the beginning. I was, so you, you were legitimately withdrawn from drinking. Yeah, I had yeah, that. Okay, I wow. had that during the chemo. Yeah. So I, and so <laughs> I getting I, those toxins pumped into you. You get, like you get that, drink. and then you're like, oh, I want to drink. Yeah. And um, not knowing that in the beginning, I'm like, why am I so like anxiety's all messed up, and I'm losing weight, and I'm sick, and I'm like, and then someone brought it up to me. He's like, dude, you drink a lot. You're not drinking yeah. right now. And then you got you do these treatments like your body's okay. going through all the shock right now. And now, like six yeah. months later, I feel great. I feel yeah. I me, I barely drink, and when I drink, like uh, like I feel like it's I'm just putting disgusting crap into me. You feel it. Yeah, you feel it. I understand that feeling. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. So that's what I. But, like, but that's like the reversal. Like I, I don't. Uh... Yeah, like it, it is like. Uh... Alcohol is an addictive substance. Alcohol is very. Yeah. I, I, I know that firsthand. After my breakup, I had like ten years ago. That's a. I wasn't drinking ten years ago. Ten years oh, wow. in my twenties, I wasn't really a drinker. Okay. I was. A, I, I have a beer here and there, but I, I didn't really get smashed. And yeah. then after the breakup, I got smashed every night. And yeah. then uh, it was it was my way of numbing myself. And then. And then you uh, just get through this addiction of numbing yourself. Yes. <laughs> and then in the morning, I'll be like, ah, I'm hungover. And then I'll just drink all this coffee. And yeah. then I'll be wired for the day for work. I get off of work around like 7 or 8. And, and just get smashed. Yeah. Brain. Yep. And this is a cycle. Yeah. And then when I got into comedy, it the, the cycle just got worse. That so, was, yeah, because you're, you're at bars every Every, Every night. night, like you're just surrounded. Oh, the other door. Yeah. Other door was was so like comparing with with how how my drinking was in at comedy shows. Other door was was scary because I would go in because there's something about that PBR and how it tasted. Yeah. It tasted like like butter. 
It just uh-huh. had this There's a better PBR. Better, yeah. yeah. It tasted sweet. It tasted good. And I was throwing those back. Gotcha, like, yeah. Because they're on, on tap. Yeah. And they were on can. If I'm drinking at the other door, I'll have two of, like, the delusional, is it called? Delu- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, like, two of those, and I'll be set until I go to another bar. I'll oh. pace those out. I'll have, and then that's, like, everyone yeah. would ask me, like, you bought so many drinks, blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, the thing is, is that I, there was a time I bought so many drinks at these venues that the bartenders knew me so well, because I tipped them so well, Yeah, that I was walking out... Drinking nine beers, but I paid for three or four. Oh, okay. So Does that make sense? The, uh, yes, they were not. Uh, tra- yeah, they were not. Because like, oh, you you tipped me really well that last time. So yeah. like the next two drinks are on me. And uh, because that was my mentality was I would, as I'm so drunk, I'll be like, and I, this is how I always tip too, is let's say if I had four beers, I would tip four to five dollars. Yeah. You know, that's how I always did. I always had to throw an extra yeah. dollar on top. And I know comics that would tip one to two dollars or none yeah. there's a lot of my tough tip none and it's, it's typically i try to do one to two yeah so yeah if you, yeah, if you don't tip a bar you're an, tender, ass. Yeah, you're an asshole and they're gonna you're, remember you. you they will remember you and you are you will be the reason why comedy is not gonna happen there yeah. in the future because the owner will ask the bartender how's comedy going yeah. and like ah it sucks such and such doesn't tip my, that person doesn't tip my my first mic uh we f- my first open mic in Brooklyn. I was able to. They they wanted to do a drink minimum for a while because like a lot of people weren't buying drinks. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like it's probably gonna like decrease turnout. And we like we we fought it. We like we fought it for a while until yeah. like until one day there was this one particular comic whose name I still remember to this day, despite the fact that I don't think I've ever had a conversation with her. But like. She, like, one day charged her phone and was drinking, like, a Starbucks coffee in the bar. Oh, they'll remember that. Yeah, and, like, the, like the, like the owner of the bar was just, like, straight up, yeah, it's a drink minimum or no, no mic. And he wasn't wrong. No, he's not wrong yeah. at all. And that's, like, the argument where I go with coming down to uh, a, a venue. People don't understand there's a lot of bars that actually have a two-drink minimum when you walk into a bar. Yeah. And there is no entertainment. Like, yes. like it's just in general like yeah. that's how they pay the bills yeah you can't how does a building pay the bill yeah. people comics are for some reason never putting that together and then when they, they get what's up no i was gonna say i think it also has to do with the fact that people are very uh people are under the pers- under the assumption that their open mic comedy is value that their va- their value and yeah. their entertainment and they should be being paid to be doing their open mics and all that. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot me. Uh, and so with the uh, like the two-drink minimum at, at, at my Sunday mic yeah. at Liquid Zoo, there's a lot of comics that have an issue with that. And I'm yeah. like, dude, you, you're doing 10 minutes. And yeah, you can yeah. just buy two bottled waters for $6, which if you go to the comedy store, you buy a bottle of water. Yeah. That's like 6 To, to increase your chances of getting up. To increase. Yeah. yeah. And which no is matter, still not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. But no matter what, you're going to be yeah. getting up yeah. in this. It, it, it's such <laughs> to, a to, weird. Like back then, to, to increase your chance of getting shouted at by Eric Marino. It's so weird. It's just, and so I, I'm guaranteeing you, like, you got 10 minutes of stage time. And, and like, you look at the you, – you're in there. You see it. Yeah. Like, you look at the board. There's a – there's you get a PBR and a shot of whiskey for $7. Yeah. 
and you're gonna that's your two drinks yeah. and then you can do 10 minutes and then you're like oh i want to get a bottle of water so okay ten ten dollars for three items yeah and then like you can't even get that in a normal restaurant <laughs> Yeah, so, like, like the comedy store to begin with already has so much foot traffic, both comedians and non. Non, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like, like that's, that's like an issue. Like that's just supply and demand right there. They got a business that they're able to. They got they got yeah. they got a business. It's just it's so funny when the comics go. They could bitch and moan about the zoo. It's like I don't I don't want to go to the yeah. zoo because I got to pay two drinks. And it's like, but you're going to the comedy store. Yeah, because they also think they're going to get discovered at the comedy store. They, they is, think that, yeah. It's not. But it's just like, it's just, but like at Petey's yeah. Place, we, we're, we don't, yeah. we don't shove anyone, at Petey's Place is a little different because he's not throwing down anything. Like, you got to buy a drink here. Yeah. But if you are coming in there and you're just eating the popcorn. Yeah. They'll get pissed off because yeah, you're right, taking right, advantage right. So, of, yeah. of, of their, because that popcorn's for the, the patrons. Yeah. That are drinking. And yeah, so at, it's, that, at that point, like it's that's just you're just being an open mic parasite. And that's that's a lot of them out actually yeah. out there. So there's just little parasites that just don't purchase. Yeah, which, which I, like I've noticed a lot of like the straight free like no item minimums, which those rooms have to exist to the, a certain degree. The, the, but no, they do turn into they turn into hangouts. They turn into hangouts, and and uh, uh, sometimes they just pull the plug on it because yeah. They're not. They're not getting a revenue. I mean, certain venues like uh, some of the theaters and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's pay five but five bucks to do yeah. your time. Is yeah, that, is that with most of them how they, that works? Some of them, like uh, I know what was it? Two Roads Theater had a system like that. Okay, but I like I haven't done a lot of. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of the other theater mics out there. Next Stage Theater. Oh, Next Stage Theater. Next Stage is free. Oh, it's a free. It's yeah. a free show. Okay. Yeah. But Marty's, you pay. You pay five. Yeah. Uh, for five five minutes yeah. for whatever time you're given. For fourth wall, it's fourth five dollars. Like they make their, like I, I feel like you are getting what you pay for in terms of people have to be in there watching. UBG is a uh, yeah. is a, it, it, there is no drink minimum. Yeah, but you should buy drinks and yeah, that, I, that, I do. And that show I, I, is I'm not asking you should, but yeah, in general yeah. people should. And you're on uh, that that show is always on limbo every week. So because wow. it could be. They they'd be like you know this is not working out because yeah, they don't make any same money. Time they never there's never any foot traffic there. Like, Ever, well, yeah. Once they find something else to do, like if they did a trivia night at UBG, like I don't no one's gonna it, show. But... It's the location. Nobody will show up. Really? Yeah. That bar yeah. does not get crowded. I... It, it gets crowded with comics because it's it's stage time. But I like I feel it. one of the big turnoffs with UBG for me is like. Uh... I like that sh- that venue that bar is right across the street from NBC Universal, yeah. and I, I like I feel like so many of the comedians who are working there, like if they did like a really really incredible show at UBG, UBG's had some pretty popular comics come through there through the years, but like I remember one night Hannibal Burris came through there. No shit. Yeah, he did Turbo yeah. Tuesdays. He came and looked for time. I don't know where he came from or what <laughs> show, but I think he's want to close it out for yeah. just to get some stage time in. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know you. I know uh, Hannibal Barbaris. He um, Hannibal Barbaris. He he did Coles at venue in Chicago. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. He into that mic once. So, and I always like when when bigger comics pop into uh, into the, the you know the shitty bar mics. So yeah. like like uh, like Liquid Zoo had share of uh, some pretty popular people coming in looking for stage time. 
Yeah, including and, uh, that was the night that I met that linebacker for the uh, Green Bay oh, Packers. Oh, Brandon? Yeah. Brandon Murray's a cool guy. <laughs> I like that yeah, guy. Right. I, I always hit him up. Tell him, like, you got to come back dude, to the zoo. Dude, he's super nice. Yeah. yeah. I was like, tell him, like, you got to come back to the zoo when you can. Uh, I'm going to hit him up for fantasy football advice. And, then, and then Petey's, uh, it gets, Petey's gets more, you'd be surprised, people that come in there, it's like, like, you, they work in the business, they do something, so. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, from Superbad came in there a few times, so. He has, he's in a punk band now. I'm trying to remember. Christopher, uh, Mick, Mick, what is this, Mick, ah, what's his name? McLovin? McLovin, yeah. He's in a punk band? Yeah. Ask, ask Uriah tonight. He'll tell okay, you. Okay, uh, that, 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 so. that's going to be some fascinating research. For all I know, I probably already listened to him. Yeah, so he uh, he's yeah. in a... I think they played there once already, so... Yeah. Um, and uh, he's popped in there a few times. But I always like those kind of bars, so... And what's kind of funny is, on top of the bars, the the other one just down the street, uh, Paladino's, yeah. is gone now, of course. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, it became Theory, and now... Now it's it's called V-Lounge. Oh, okay. So. It's, a, it's a Latino bar. Would it come back for comedy? No, probably not. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they already do. They, they still have a stage. They have a stage, but they they pulled the plug on uh, yeah. stand up. They, they yeah, yeah, never. There was never a good, a great turnout there. It was always never. It was probably one of the best stages in all of L.A. for comedy. Yeah. Like that was a place if they if they. That's actually not a bad spot if somebody wanted to attempt like a uh, an album recording. Like a monthly show there. Oh, do a monthly show there, or yeah. do an album recording, or if you yeah. got like if you you can turn that into the next Virgil kind of thing. Yeah, that would have been great, but that that didn't turn out that way. So yeah, it's like I I know you went down the street over here to to Maui Sugar Mill and yes. you saw uh, yeah, Crazy Town. Crazy Town. It's so funny. I've seen so many bands there. Dude, so. they, they apparently like. Have you seen any of like the A listers there? Yes. Like. Well, I know uh, my my old roommate. She used to live for, in where we're recording. Yeah. Uh, she was best friends with Slash's girlfriend. No shit. And uh, Slash would come in there. Okay. And jam out. And so the how the rules work, uh, when Slash or um, uh, what's his name from Foo Fighters? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The lead scene. No, the lead scene. Oh, oh, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Can't think of his name. Uh, Dave Grohl goes there a lot. Um, yeah. Slash goes in there. And there's a few other cats that go in there. So when they go in there and they say, hey, we want to jam out for like a half yeah. hour or so. We just want to work on a few songs. Yeah. See kind of how it, how it sounds. Yeah. With, uh, with, with an audience. Uh, the bar will be like, okay. And they'll do is that they'll lock the door. Yeah. And they'll make an announcement to everyone that's in there as... Yeah. As they are watching the show or playing pool or yeah. or watching football, whatever the situation is, and saying, uh, "We got a special treat for you tonight." Got Slash or Dave Grohl, whatever. Yeah. They're going to be working on a few songs for the next half hour. The door is locked. If you need to leave, tell us so we can open the door if we get you in. Okay. But no one can come in. So you can go on social media and be like, "Ah, you know, yeah. Dave Grohl's here. Holy shit, guys, get down here now." They can't get in. Yes. So it's like a special treat for the people that's in there. Because I heard, I was reading an article, like Foo Fighters, they have they have played a secret set there. Yes. And they played at Paladinos too before. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that I heard. Yeah. That's when I first moved here, actually. Yeah, Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers, apparently, like, they... Pe- peppers play- popped in yeah. at Paladinos. Um, and then 
it, like I always call this area too in Tarzana on Reseda. This is like Music Row right here. So with the Sugar Mill, yeah, not much going on with Dark Horse. But yeah. Dark Horse, you can actually make something good out of it. And it used to be called Little Rock. Okay. And I ran a show there. Yeah, well, I went like to a, Dark Horse once. So yeah, so they they had music there for a bit and they yeah. stopped. But Petey's Place has a great stage for music. They got bands coming there on the weekends. You got to come there on the weekends at Petey's because they got um, Rockabilly. Okay. And that's like that's popping here, the Rockabilly. Yeah. And then um and then well Paladino's had a thing going for a while and now it's now it's V Lounge or whatever it is. So, yeah. Wow. And then uh, then up the street. Um, in Reseda, there's a gay bar called Sea Friends on Reseda. Okay. And they have a really cool stage. And I was telling um, Jonathan to, to, like, you should run a show there. And he was, like, impressed by what the stage looked like. They just don't have anything going on. Yeah, it's so, very, very difficult to convince a venue to... In general, yeah. They just, they, they kind of bite the lip. And they have this, this space. This, somebody, uh, somebody told me the other day that she recommends if I wanted to... Uh, she, she heard that if you want to start a monthly show if you wanted to start a comedy show you should start doing a trivia night first to build a relationship with the bar mm. interesting that can wait, work. Wait, which I, I look at all all the other success stories like i i don't know hot tub story how hot tub started i blah 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 at our bar i don't know how that started i i hear the stories of like chatterbox i don't know if you know chatterbox is this it's like steve fernandez works there and so yeah. he just has he's a lot yeah of, so he has he's a lot of control yeah yeah and 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 what i got with i'm not saying the zoo or Petey's place is like this huge success yeah but i have a good relationship with with the owners on, yeah. on both venues so i walk out you know even on a bad night things are going to be okay yeah um minus the other rooms um that's the thing is that everyone like doesn't know how to run a show i feel like the other door is the only one that kind of is on a stronghold because it's it's kind of the torch has passed from yeah from what was before yeah when and you so, know Kim i don't i have no idea how they pulled they built that that bar just reopened when they started the mic there okay so it was a lesbian bar before and then it turned into the what? other door. Yeah, so <laughs> it was it was a lesbian bar before, and they had all this other. And that's why I don't know if you ever go in there, you kind of there's kind of like some lesbians that still kind of come in there and yeah. stuff like that. So that's what it was. Um, but it kind of new owners came in there. Ironically, the owners of the other door at the time owned Paladinos as well. No, okay. So they owned both venues. Yeah. But they didn't put any money into Paladinos. Yeah. And they're putting all the money into um, into the other door. And um, uh, I think when they, they changed it over to a normal bar, well, not yeah. normal bar, but because it has like a theme to it. I don't yes. know how to It's like a steampunk theme or something like that. That's what it feels like in there. What? Well, that, uh, that other door. That, the other door. Yeah. Maybe. Has a little bit of a library feel to it. It's like a like wild, I wild west. Really... I don't know. So, but that's what they got going on, and that's where when they came in, they wanted to do comedy, and they were fresh on this new look, new vibe, and yeah. they thought comedy would be perfect for for. Yeah, them. no, yeah, Whitney and Kim, they're like, yeah, they're the right people to do it. Yeah, the right people to do it, and so, and then like the other venues, I mean, everything. I, I've been hearing stories about. Um, uh, the Hollywood Hotel, like 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 closing down again, like no more comedy there. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I I don't I don't I don't like the new hotel. I like the I, old hotel. I don't know what uh, I don't have a reference point. Like uh, I started going to the hotel like. 
three years ago. And it was a typical, like, I would go in on Saturdays because it's one of the only stage times you could get on a Saturday. Yeah. I just like it was just a it was just like a miserable group of people. Yeah, but that was that was the vibe. That, but I liked it. It was dark. It was yeah. It, the carpet was gross. Um, I wasn't very. Uh, I don't know. What was um? Yeah, I'm not gonna talk shit about Russ. Who's Russ? Is that, is that his name? The bartender. I oh Gus. Gus. I got along uh-huh. with Gus really well. Gotcha. But like, because he, he took it again. I I got along with most of the, yeah. the bars because I took care of them and they took care of me at yeah. the end of the day. And that's that's like how, yeah. how things worked. But when he left, because everyone, yeah, that's when he left and everyone's like was bitching and moaning about him in general. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, he's he's got to deal with with all your crap, all the comics and all that kind of stuff every day. Every unfunny, every unfunny shit. piece of shit. Yeah, and then. Uh, oh, can I get a PBR? Uh, oh, it's four dollars. Four dollars. Oh, okay. Uh, here you go. And it's just four dollars. Like, yeah. oh, or all I got is three dollars. Like, no, you got more than that, dude. You're not, you're not that poor. Yeah. So, and everyone talks about how they're poor. I, 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 I've the, been there. There's one comic I don't want to. I'm not going to say his name or anything, but he. Uh, I remember one time he was telling a bit about how poor he is, but. He was wearing a Rolex. No one's... And I'm, I, just, I'm just like... Uh. I, I, the, the, the thing with me is, is that I've been there. Yeah. I mean, I've lived in this co- my, my apartment for yeah. eight years. And uh, there's been times where I had like literally no money. Yeah. And I was freaking out. And you know what? I did not go to a mic. I did not yeah. go out. I you know went to the 99 cent store and yeah. bought my groceries from there. And, 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 and bit my lip until I got my next paycheck yeah. and try to build up my account until yeah. I, and then I'll go out again and do a mic. And, and so when comics go out and say, I'm poor, I got no money to my name. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you out, dude? Oh, like, he, yeah, hundred. Yeah. Like, like spending, uh, yeah. Well, like, after they spent like $9 on one of the comedy stores, PBR. Yeah. And then like, you got a nice phone and you got a car and yeah. like, you're, you're not poor. You live in West Hollywood. Like, yeah. don't don't tell me you're poor. You just you haven't got your money wired in yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's, uh... that's 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 all it is to me. So like, it's just ugh. like like right now, like I I I bless my soul. I I have I'm okay on money right now. Going through my my illness. Yeah, and but I'm not splurging on on stuff at the same time. So I don't know. I guess I've learned. I I've, I've grown up. Yeah, right <laughs> so. on. So, I don't know where I'm getting with that. Yeah, it's the chemo uh, brain in me. It makes me yeah. think about random crap. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah chemo brain. That's a, that's a term I didn't hear until recently. Because my uh, I had a teacher at Second City who, uh, yeah, she's a uh, breast cancer survivor. Okay. And she and, talked yeah, about yeah. chemo brain too? Yeah, because her brain, like, yeah, she was all over the place. Like, uh... Yeah, she she described it as having a brain of an addict. Like that yeah. was her description. Also, when you go into conversations, this is where I was thinking when when you're telling me about like you know to do this recording, I was like I, I hope I'm going to be okay because what yeah. what happens eventually going into a conversation, yeah. you or anyone will become the teacher from the peanuts, and all I hear is wah 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 wah. Like, oh, okay. I, so like I can't. Like all of a sudden, yeah. my my brain just splits, 
and like it starts concentrating on other things like yeah. you know, what's for dinner tonight are you gonna take a nap later you know like all those other things that start going through my head even though I'm like yeah. wait i'm having a conversation like get back into gotcha so that's so like very like adhd-esque yeah yeah. It's crappy. It sucks. Yeah, it's like, Can't wait for all this to go away. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah, it does go away. It will go away yeah. eventually, but like, yeah, it's just like right now, and then also, because uh, I had my last treatment on uh, last Tuesday, but that just means, the applause, <laughs> uh, that just means that next week, uh, let's, let's see here, so today is Monday, so like next Monday, I'm supposed to have another treatment. I'm yeah. not going to. But my body has been uh, programmed to have a treatment every other two weeks okay. since back in early May, late yeah. April. So we're in October. Yeah. So so last week when I had my treatment on Tuesday because because um, Columbus Indigenous Day, whatever you want to yeah. call it, uh, was delayed because of that. Yeah. And uh, so on Monday last week, I was like in tears. I was crying because, like, I my body was like, "Where's the medication?" Oh, it's, so it's, it's gnarly. It's, it's like an addictive. Uh huh. Okay, wow. It was gnarly. Like I was just like shaking and I just started yeah. crying and I wasn't feeling right. And I kind of got over the hump later in the evening and felt kind of good, but like, um, but then my anxiety went up. Okay. Like as the night went on, like it was like, yeah. where where is this medication? And so Tuesday came around. And I got the stuff. They put it into me. Yeah. I, I was like, like yes. I was like, fuck yeah, feeling good. Chemo. Even though I feel like shit at the same time, but it's like it was craving yeah. it. And so now I just know I was like, oh, okay, here we go again. So next Monday I'm gonna be like kind of having this feeling, and I'm not gonna get it. And then by the 31st, this this pick line should be out of my arm. But then uh, going into November and December, yeah, my body's really gonna be like, where is this? What is and this? And the, the like, pick line that goes like straight to your bloodstream, straight in my blood, straight to my heart. God, wow! So the pipe goes into yeah. into my heart. The miracle of modern medicine. You have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pictures explain it all. So yeah, the miracle of modern medicine. What you can do with it. So, but yeah, and that's that's kind of like in a nutshell what's going on with me right now. So. And then try to do comedy at the same time. So, and that's like the yeah. hardest part to do. You, you look good. Like your hair, your hair is back. Your beard is coming back. Like yeah. And you guys saw me like when I was like, or pictures of me when I was like bald. Yeah. So, like your neck was bad. Yeah. It was I, crazy. It was, it was crazy. And then I heard it all weekend this weekend when I went to go see family and friends. It's like, what took you so long? I was like, I've heard of this a million times. Uh, but to, what, 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 why did you go to the hospital in the beginning? Like, I don't know. It's the last thing you want to do is go to the hospital and like have them, Hey, you got a cancer. Like, oh, yeah. you want to avoid that answer for your entire life. You never want to hear that. And you like, from everything I could tell, like, I think like the issue with social media is that, uh, people sort of expect we know everybody's experiences with that. They, they, like, 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 like from, from what it looked like, you faced it like your diagnosis pretty head on. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was very uh, upfront. <laughs> yeah. Well, he told me I got di- he diagnosed me before I even got diagnosed. If that makes sense, I got diagnosed before I got diagnosed. So like, I had my my last biopsy, and uh, the doctor came in and he was like. Yep, yeah, you got lymphoma. We just don't know if it's Hodgkin's or non-Hodgkin's or what stage it's in. I'm like, gotcha. what? 
And so it was like, it just hit me like that. And that was like yeah. a week before I got diagnosed. So I, I had a week to simmer on knowing I have cancer. I just don't know what stage I'm at. Okay. So if I was at stage, if I was at, I, I'm stage three. Yeah. If I was stage four, you and I would not be talking. Yeah, okay, wow. So, yeah. like, I, I would have either been dead or I would have been in the hospital uh, for weeks to, to months um, yeah. because I had to be incubated because um, I, I'd be sterile and all that kind of stuff yeah. because it would be a lot of stem cell like heavy, surgeries. Like really heavy duty. Heavy duty shit. Yeah. But because I have stage three, uh, it was straight on chemo, and that, that again after I got diagnosed, the doctor was like, "Okay, let's uh, uh, like, when do you want to start chemo? Like, let's start this now." It was like, "We're we gotta get like start this now, yeah, or you're gonna die," kind of thing. It's like shit. So you guys saw it from like I I did it I did it through all through social media. So yeah, like, you, you, know, uh, yeah you brought you broadcasted a lot of it, yeah, yeah. So I, I from. Pretty much that day when hashtag I... Hashtag fuck cancer. Hashtag fuck cancer. If you <laughs> notice, I have not put a hashtag fuck cancer at all since my last treatment. Good. So, yeah, yeah. That was... Uh, I, I thought that was yeah. reasonable. But, yeah, yeah, I got a PET scan on yeah. the 24th, so... Okay. Yeah, no, because I remember when I was... Uh, God, when I was 21 years old, I had a really, really bad ear infection. Yeah, how are you told me this? Oh, okay. oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can say it again, but oh, I remember you told me this. The, okay, well, for the sake of... For the audience. Yeah. No, but I had uh, ear infection, go to the hospital, get an- antibiotics, ear infection goes away, half my face is paralyzed, it turns out I have Bell's palsy, like, the doctor tells me I have Bell's palsy, and he tells me, like, there's a 20% chance that it's permanent. I don't even think it was that high. Yeah. But, uh, like, I, like it's 5 10% chance that it's permanent. And, like, he just walks away, and I just break down crying, and he comes back, and he was like, dude, crying's not going to solve any problems. Yeah. Like, he, he was kind of a dick about it, but yeah. he was also... Yeah, there was a lot of truth to it. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, was the, that was the week that I found out that I had Lyme disease. Lyme disease. Yeah, that's a... I know a comic right now. And I, I, my brother as well. Okay. Uh, has Lyme disease. Okay. That's it's that's not a fun thing. It's. It, so I apparently had a kid. I had it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm ninety percent sure, because I, I apparently had mono when I was like five years old. Okay. And the like the big fortune like the fortunate part is that mono and Lyme disease are essentially treated in the same way. Yeah. Like through antibiotics, yeah. so it's like, um, like I like I'm pretty convinced that it was a misdiagnosis. Which, like I looked it up, like I looked it up, it's apparently a thing. Huh? Like 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 it's a pretty common that people uh, people accidentally get uh, diagnosed with mono when it's Lyme. Wow. Well, getting diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. That's. It's no fun. And Lyme disease is no fun. Mono's no fun. Yeah, like I, I, Which is what I'm saying. Like what I have. Not, it's not as fun as it should be for something that's called the kissing disease. What? Uh, Lyme disease? Mono. Oh, mono. Oh, yeah, yes. Mono, Lyme disease is not the Well, lymphoma yeah. is, is sort of kind of like a kissing disease in a way because it's a dormant uh, cancer, which is like. 
it's it's really hard to explain there, yeah. because not lymphoma oh, a hundred fifty thousand cases a year <laughs> of lymphoma, mainly females. Okay, not males. So males get it, but mainly females yeah. get it. Uh, and I met a girl uh, in the valley. She has lymphoma stage three, just like me. Yeah. Uh, she got diagnosed uh, two months before me. Okay. So she got her treatments before um, I got mine. And I was chatting with her, and she was telling me all this, this stuff about, you know, like, 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 where'd you, like, like, yeah. She's telling me, like, this is how we probably got it, Ryan. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like the kissing disease, and it's like a dormant cancer. Yeah. And you wow. kind of, like, you knocked, we, we knocked on the door of this cancer, and it okay. kind of opened up. The, the, the biggest fear about having cancer is that your body, anybody that feels like that like they're cancer-free in a way, like nobody really is. Like we're all yeah. kind of sitting on something. I, I was a biology major, and if I'm understanding like the human, like the human genome, if I'm understanding genetics correctly, is yeah. that humans are designed, if nothing kills us, Eventually, we'll get cancer like deep into our hundreds. In deep, yeah, yeah. We're, we're like cancer is a living thing at the end of the day. Yeah. So, does it have a soul? I don't know, yeah. but it's it's living and it's growing inside you, and it spreads and whatnot. And so, uh, um, cancer. I guess what was I going with this? <laughs> this is more my conversation. Cancer, living, growing. Living, growing. Oh, yeah, when you take. I was diagnosed with lymphoma. Uh, I took chemo. What, yeah. what did chemo do? Is it's killing my cancer? That's the good thing. Yes. Uh, bad thing is it knocks on the door of all my cancers. So it, it will be. It just kind of like knocks on anything that that's being that's dormant or, or kind of like hibernating, and then yeah. it could wake it up. Benign, will it wake up? Half. What's up? No, benign, benign and a half. Yep. <laughs> But like scrubs. you, you just you think that you're like you're. I mean, you can walk out being cancer free, but that's yeah. that's the whole thing is that you got to get checkups now every three to six months because uh, because it, it has it, the the chemo has went around the body and kind of knocked on the door of anything cool. that's kind of like hey okay gotcha lung cancer let's see what's going on over here and then that was the thing too I was talking about this last night with some comics but like you know. Just to clarify, everyone's like, "Oh, it's it's that PBR and all those AM PM nachos you've been eating." Which and is like, it probably it, it, you, you, you can give it you give it ten twenty percent. Say <laughs> yeah, it kind of maybe it inflamed it, but it didn't get it. I didn't yeah. get cancer from drinking PBRs and eating nachos. So yeah. that's not the where where it happened, but. Yes, it, it it fed into it. Yes, yeah. it made it worse. But it, I wasn't. You know, if I was eating apples and running a mile every day, uh, would I be cancer free? I don't think so. I think I would. It, it, you get cancer because you get cancer. Smoking and drinking. I yeah. I should have liver cancer right now and not lymphoma. Yeah. So that's my argument with that. It's like, yeah, smoking. That was uh, that was obvious. Like I. The I like uh yeah hundred twenty days smoke free yeah I um the thought of getting lung cancer freaks me out every time I got a physical. Well, if your if your breathing is good right now, and then yeah. you, you should be good. Like the Ex- exponentially better than it was. 
the, than it was uh, six months ago. The chemo I got, like one of the the packets that they put into me, yeah, was re- destroying my lungs. Oh, wow. That can give me lung cancer. So I was being tested every month about my breathing, and I breathe in these tubes, yeah, and then they'll see my lung capacity, and they realize my my capacity was so low that they cut off the one of my medications. Okay, so, wow. So that was like after my sixth chemo treatment. And they're like, yeah. okay, he's done. We're done with that. And so my lungs started building up again. But it was destroying my lungs. Yeah, yeah I'm so done with all this cancer shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I would imagine. Uh... <laughs> I just want to live a normal life again. So funniest thing is Fumigali last week, he asked, uh, or two weeks ago, I told him, like, this will be my last treatment. Uh, the 12th. And he's like, oh, you'd be at PD's place that night? And I told him, I don't know. It's depending on how I feel. Like I'm 5% chance I'll be there. 95% chance this is last Tuesday. Yeah. I will not be there. And he's like, okay, so if you be here, are you, are you going like, to have it do a shot? Are you going to drink? And I'm like, are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> like, why would I want to do that right now? So, But what's cool is I have no craving for alcohol or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that's Biggest craving good, yeah. is Diet Coke's. Diet Cokes. Okay. I love Diet Cokes right now. I have not drank a soda in two years. I, I had a root beer float the other day because it's on uh, that Fads' challenge. Oh, is that on the challenge? Yeah. What are, what are we going to do today? What, what, what dog I don't, do I don't know. I'm trying to go for the healthiest option. Gotcha. You got to keep the sodium low. Yeah, I, I think the veggie burger is going to be one. I'll probably just... I'll, I'm gonna, Taylor ham sandwich and a hot dog. How does that... We're going to go there in a bit, but, like, how, how is this... I'm, I'm excited because I want to do it now. Um, like... all becomes a comic struggle. Yeah, yeah. It's just... But, but like, can you do, like... I will do one of, the, to start a show. one of the dogs, and I can do, like, a fries. Would the, the fries be one of the items? Yeah, on? It, it would not. I have it in my... There's only one fries Sorry. that's on the list, and it's not just, like, regular french fries. It's, like, a... Spicy verde fries, I think. Spicy verde fries. And yeah, which I think I knocked down already. Pretty is a pretty big yeah. portion. It's a fairly decent sized portion of like spicy yeah. verde fries. Yes. And, and they have um, what was the thing that I did? Uh, they had a whole pickle, which for me was pretty much a free space. A whole a whole pickle. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And it's on there. Yeah. To be fair, it's a pretty decent sized pickle. Yeah. But it, it's still a pickle, nonetheless. So I, I can do I can do a dog, a pickle, and the fries, and yeah. get three items out of the way. Yeah. But there's like eighty of them. There's a uh, forty-eight. Oh, it's forty-eight. Yeah. And there's no drinks on there. The only there's so a milk, milkshake, milkshake and a root beer float. I don't do a milkshake yet. I, I do milkshakes. I occasionally, if I have like a really bad sweet tooth. Yeah. Which is few and far between. I'll go to um, Steak and Shake by Flappers. Oh, steak and shakes over there. They gotta build one over here. Do they? No, they got to. I think. Yeah, yeah they should. I haven't been to Doghouse yet. I, I want to check out Doghouse. Yeah, so, there's, what was? Have you ever been to Dirty Dog? I I see it pop up my Facebook. Insane! I just wild asking, so I'm not. I see the video and I watch it every damn day. And yeah. I watch it like it's brand they're new. They're just dumping like this cheese on it that looks so just cheese and fries everything and, and like i think it's in downtown isn't it yeah, downtown? yeah it's, it's, it's like by um, figaro somewhere okay and, uh, i think it's pretty close i don't know if you've ever been to the shrine yes yeah so near the, the shrine is yeah okay 
Yeah, I, I have not been to uh, Dirty Dog. I see that. Was, but I always want to go to Fab Dogs. I think I, I've been there. I know exactly. It's on Victory and uh, no, Van Owen and uh, yeah. Tampa. Yeah, Victory and Tampa. Oh, Victory and Tampa? Victory yeah. and Tampa. That's right. We're in the uh, Ralph's Vaughn's yes. Shopping Center. Which, yeah, and it's just... Because um... Fab's used to be on somewhere else, actually. They moved over there. It was an older location that used to be at. That's where it was on Diners, Drives, and Dives. Okay, well, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't look very divey. It's not anymore. It was, yeah. and they moved into that shopping center. So, yeah, it's like, actually uh, inside. I know exactly where it is. I always wanted to go there. Yeah. So, I'm excited. You're making me hungry. Oh, yeah, dude, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So. No, but um, I can't even process how much money Dirt and Dirty Dog is, like, putting into, like, social media advertising. They're, they're drowning they're, my Facebook. With they're, they're killing it. Like, yeah. that's, the, that's the thing. Well, that's, yeah, you, you see that this pop is, up over and over again. This is the yeah. second conversation a week I've had about Dirty Dog. Well, you brought up Dirty Dog. <laughs> I yeah. didn't bring up Dirty Dog. No, but but you, you, you knew about it. But I've seen it on Facebook, yeah. and then and then that's making me hungry, too. Yeah, so. which Pink's is okay. Pink's is all right. Uh, by the way, because I was talking to um, to Jonathan about this, there's like a thing I'm going to want to be doing. If you want to join us, it'd be cool. It's probably... Well, Jonathan needs to get his health back in order, and then he can kind of okay. dive in with it. But I've been going with Nicole Yates. It's we've been going to like these nostalgic places in the valley to eat. Nostalgic so, places in the valley. So we, we hit up Munchbox. Mun- okay, so are these specific like val- valley institutions? Like 60, 70 years of, of serving food. Yeah. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. All right. So it's not like... Uh, no, it's not like something... I'm trying to think of something from the 90s. Oh. Like going to a blockbuster. Oh, no, 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 yeah. no. The place has been open like in the 40s, 50s, or 60s gotcha. kind of thing. So, uh, Munchbox has burgers. Yeah. Chili burgers, uh, chili dogs, yeah. chili fries. Uh, it's in Chatsworth. Okay. It's amazing. It's yeah. there. It's all outdoor seating. It's like a small little box. It's 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 uh, declared a... Uh, um, by the uh, state, like it's a yeah. uh, national historic monument now, okay, so they can't tear down the building. The building okay. has got to stay no matter what. And then I've been there, and then the safari room, which is near where you. No, it's not really. It's it's north of the safari uh, room. Okay. It's north of uh, Liquid Zoo. Okay. It's a uh, steakhouse, built in the fifties. All right. And you get steak, potato, and vegetables. I like I, I'm I don't go to a steakhouse often. It's but... a good steakhouse. It's like a it's a, yeah. a it's like mid century steakhouse. I, so. I remember when I like when I moved to LA. I wanted my last meal in New York to be from. Uh, wow, I can't believe I'm drawing drawing a blank on the name in Williamsburg. I don't know a steakhouse in Williamsburg. Dude, I know Williamsburg. that that's an institution, but from what I understand, it's also like a hundred dollars a steak. Uh, yeah. Safari Room is like twenty dollars a steak, but it's good. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be listening to the recording of this, trying to figure out where. Like, like people are gonna be emailing me in droves, in droves. Like, what? How do you not know the name of? I almost want to say Peter Luger's. Oh yeah. Never, I've never been to that one. Peter Luger's is an institution. I think you buy their steak sauce in supermarkets. Uh oh, this is. A, a, Way big step down from that place, but Cupid's hot dogs in the valley. Cupid's hot dogs. Yeah, very good. Where's this? There, there's a few of them. Okay, Cupid's hot dogs. That's easy old, to remember. Old school. And then there's uh shit. There's another one. There's one in Burbank. The uh, Joe's Chili. Joe's Chili. I think it's Joe's Chili. 
the Magnolia near Flappers. Okay. Been there since the fifties. Joe's Chili on Magnolia near Flappers. Near Flappers, I think it's called Joe's Chili. It's an old yeah. building, so you're making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's go get some food. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good show. For sure.